1: Welcome to the How to Hunt Deer podcast, which is brought to you by Tacticam. This podcast series aims to educate those who are interested in becoming deer hunters, brushing up on essential skills, or adding a few new tactics to the toolkit. We cover a variety of topics that will help you be more confident and successful in the field while hunting deer. In this series that we're doing right now, we're talking all about gear for hunting whitetails. Now, one part that you may not think much about as being an essential part of your gear is mapping software. Now, thanks to today's high-quality mapping technology, mapping apps have become really an essential part of the Serious Hunters kit, and many of those apps out there offer multiple mapping layers, live weather reports for your area, customizable pins, and even like month-by-month aerial imagery. And there's no question that a great mapping app can help you be more confident and successful in the field. But unfortunately, many guys aren't taking advantage of the awesome features that are available at their fingertips. In this episode of the How to Hunt Deer podcast, I'm talking with Will Cooper, He's the content marketing manager for HuntStand, and we cover all things mapping software. We'll share some tips on how to get the most out of your mapping software, some of his favorite features, and what makes HuntStand unique among the many options out there today. If you haven't already, go download HuntStand for free from wherever you get your apps, or you can learn more at www.huntstand.com. This episode of the How to Hunt Deer podcast is brought to you by Tacticam, makers of the best action cameras on the market for the hunter or angler. They're on the cutting edge making user-friendly cameras to help the everyday outdoorsman share your hunt with friends and loved ones. They also make the reveal cell camera that has absolutely changed the game when it comes to quality cell cameras at a price point that's in reach of the everyday guy. One area that I think Tacticam really shines is with their mounts and adapters that are made with the sportsman in mind. If you've tried to film your hunts in the past, you know how frustrating it can be to get an action camera aimed just right or get it attached to your weapon or in a good spot for a second angle. Tacticam makes all of that a breeze with their line of accessories. They've also now got their FTS system, which is the film through the scope system. I'm stoked to try that out for deer season. If you haven't checked it out already, head over to their website, tacticam.com. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Joining me for the How to Hunt Deer podcast today is Will Cooper from Hunt Stand. What's going on, Will?
2: Oh, not much, man. Uh, you know, if, if I could complain, nobody would listen.
1: <laughs> That's about right. That's about right. What, what's your, uh, what's your weather like there right now,
2: man? We've actually got a front rolling in, uh, kind of has been all day. It, I think we're expecting some pretty s- significant thunderstorms tomorrow. Um, in fact, it's kind of funny when we got weather that rolls in like this, uh, during Turkey season, which it is right now, it, it kind of gets my birds shut up. They don't, they don't want to talk. They don't want to do anything, but the day after when it's clear, they'll be gobbling their heads off. So yeah, hot, balmy and fixing the storm.
1: Oh man. So you're going to key in on that. I'm guessing. Uh, as yeah. soon as Friday, it rolls through Yeah. Friday morning, I will be out in the Turkey woods, man. That's awesome. Well, it is, uh, I am in Wisconsin right now, uh, which is a long ways from Texas where you're at. And mm-hmm. it is not, um, it's not spring yet. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure it's still <laughs> not spring. Uh, I killed a bird a week ago, today, and it was 28 degrees when I shot it. And, I don't know. I don't know how y'all do that up there. It's very, very, very different. I didn't, I didn't grow up up here, and so uh, that's been quite an adjustment. Yeah, quite an adjustment. Well, Will, why don't you uh, why don't you take just a minute and kind of walk us through who you are, what you do, what's your affiliation with Hunt Stand?
2: Yeah, so I am the content marketing manager for Hunt Stand, and what does that mean? I, well. I host our own podcast as well. It's just called the hunt stand podcast. So get to host that weekly. We're putting out our weekly episode and then a mini episode on Fridays, uh, I manage our social media platforms and then I also help out with pretty much anything content oriented. So any, any video content you see, uh, any digital stuff. Um, I have a hand in that somehow. Um, whether it's written content or not, but we've got a content team where Josh Dalkey is ahead. Mark Milotic is our executive editor. And then I just kind of assist those guys wherever they need me to, whether that's making thumbnails or just doing anything content related. Yeah, that's and so awesome. I really enjoy getting to do that.
1: Yeah. So how long have you been with the company?
2: Uh, just started this past, uh, January actually.
1: Really? So you're, man, you're fresh. Fresh. I'm the, I'm the new guy, man. Yeah. I am the new guy. How's it going so far? Yeah, I, I, love I can edit this out if you need to tell the truth. <laughs> no, <laughs> none of that is needed at all whatsoever. Uh, I really love the team
2: we have. Uh, we've got a solid team, super solid team. It's a growing team. Um, and just everything we've got going on here, it's a great culture. I love it.
1: And uh, I couldn't be
2: happier and don't know where else I'd want to be.
1: Man, that's awesome. So how, how did you end up there?
2: So Josh and I actually met eight years ago. Um, I used to work for Carico TV, which if you're familiar, uh, I don't, a lot of people know this guy. His name's Wade Middleton. And uh, I worked for him straight out of college. And um, I pretty much got a job right out of college going into the industry because I started a college bass fishing team. Used to be a college track athlete, I got super injured to where I couldn't really run as fast as I could anymore. And so I grew up bass fishing with my dad, small club tourneys and started a bass team. And one thing led to the other. Next thing I know, I'm fishing the national championship at Lake Pickwick met Wade and worked for him straight out of college. Wow.
1: Wow. That yeah. is
2: incredible. Yeah. It, 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 it's it been a, it's been a fun ride. It's not over yet. Uh but I did that. And then I got a calling to go back and be a college track and field coach. And so, uh, at the time I was a road warrior. I had an apartment when I was working for Wade that, uh, I didn't live in cause we were just doing so much. We're, we're out about filming tournaments, turkey hunts, deer hunts, all of it. And, um, I was just like, man, I'm ready for a change. I need, I need to change something up. And so when I got that opportunity, I took it and, uh, Ended up meeting my wife, and then that's when we moved down to Austin, Texas, where I managed an archery shop for a while and um, then uh, got hooked into a couple other things, worked for Numa Outdoors, and then Josh and I went on a hunt this past uh, November in Nebraska, and then one thing just kind of led to the other, and next thing
1: I know, here I am. Man, wow. You're, And here you are living what I think a lot of guys would probably say is, is living the dream, man. Man, I'm, I
2: am very blessed and fortunate. Um, it didn't come easy. There's been lots of struggles, lots of times of questioning what I want to do with my life. Um, lots of taking chances and, um, just trusting the process and getting here. I mean, I couldn't be more blessed and fortunate to
1: be sitting where I am. Sure. And and I'm sure, Lots and lots of hard work too, man. Like, yeah, there's, there's been lots of long hours. There has (laughs) long hours, long hours and long nights. Very cool, man. Very cool. Well, uh, so on this episode of the podcast, we're, we're kind of finding ourselves in the middle of a, of a series here. Uh, the how to hunt deer podcast is, is really aimed at those who are either new hunters, maybe they're adult onset hunters that didn't have a, Mm -hmm. a mentor for hunting, uh, or they're folks who are just like, hey, I love hunting content. I want to brush up on some skills and tactics. I want to take my game to the next level. And so yeah. we're doing a whole series on gear. We're going to cover camouflage. We're going to cover bows. We're going to cover arrows. We're going to cover accessories. We're going to cover all kinds of stuff. And uh, for me, mapping software or an, or, or an, a map app, I guess you could say, on my phone has mm-hmm. gone from being uh, this neat optional thing that I have to being like the most essential piece of gear in my toolkit yeah like if I went out turkey hunting and I forgot all of my calls I could probably be okay but if I went out turkey hunting and forgot my cell phone (sighs) I would probably be in a world of hurt
2: that would be tough man
1: it'd be because I just I use it that often right just looking at the Mm -hmm. terrain features looking at vegetation type around me figuring out how I'm going to move around on animals so it's it's a super essential piece of gear uh for me and so I want to talk about HuntStand in particular, but Mm -hmm. mapping software in general as a piece of gear that has become kind of indispensable. So why don't you start off by telling me just a little bit uh, about what is HuntStand and where did it come from? Yeah, man, absolutely. So HuntStand is a mobile
2: app hunting tool. There's there's lots of different ways that um, I guess people can describe it. It's got advanced mapping, a ton of different utilities for you to use, predictive tools. You've got weather and moon layers on it, and you've got some different social and collaborative pieces to it uh, that allows you to share with other users and friends. Uh, But really, I mean, it's, it's a tool for hunters to use to hunt more efficiently, hunt more effectively, and at the end of the day, help them be more successful, whether that's going out and chasing big game on public land or chasing whitetail on their family ranch that they've been hunting since they were a kid. And so overall, I mean, hunt stand is just, like you said, it's an indispensable tool that um, I think every hunter needs to have no matter the age. I know we were kind of talking beforehand um, that. there's guys out there that don't still don't use mobile lapping tools like you're, like you're talking about. And uh, I think everybody needs to be using it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I've been surprised. I hunt a lot of public land here in Southern Wisconsin and Mm -hmm. I've been surprised at the number of guys that I run into and they're not using anything. And what ends up happening a lot of times is those are the guys that are staying close to the trail because they lack the confidence to go far off, very far off the trail. Right. Or, or they'll say, hey, I, I, yeah, I've got something, but I'm, I'm just using Google Earth. I've got a Google Earth app on my phone or something like that. And it's like, it's like, man, you could have so much more power at your fingertips mm-hmm. than what you can do with Google Earth. And I, and I, I got to share this. So this past week, um, well, actually, the, the morning that I killed my turkey, so it would have been last Wednesday. Yeah. So I, I go out, and I'm heading in. I've got this bird roosted, and he's on the edge of this marsh here on this piece of public. And I don't know if you know a lot about Wisconsin, Some of our marshes are pretty nasty and Mm -hmm. get, get a little bit hairy. And this Turkey was playing around like on the edge. And I had, I'd actually struck him up a couple of days earlier while hunting with a friend uh, back off further in the marsh on a little Island. I have no idea what he was doing out there, but anyway, so I knew that I had a good bit of walking and I would be kind of out sketching around through the marsh a little bit that day. Mm -hmm. I realized I forgot my phone at home. Oh crap! I've got a bird roosted. What do I do? I literally turned around, went back home, grabbed my phone and went back hunting. Like big, I, I was that serious about it. Cause I, I knew that, yeah, I could set up on this bird off the roost, but the moment he dives off into that marsh, I really need to have something in my yeah. back pocket. You know what I mean? Something to give me the confidence to really chase him. Like I need to chase him.
2: Absolutely, man. Yeah, I absolutely. feel like that's what i, mean, I, I couldn't. Me to do. T- uh,
1: sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was saying, I feel like that's what, that's what the app allows me to do. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I mean, there's there's been so many instances where if I didn't have hunt HuntStand, um, there's been some instances where if I didn't have it, I don't know if I would have killed or or gotten as close as I did to animals sometimes.
1: Yeah, for sure. So tell me a bit about uh, how did hunt stand get started? Like where where was the birth of it? So I would say the birth of it came from
2: um, our CEO and owner uh lanford holloway uh he had actually and a couple people know about this story already and there's a piece of property that he had hunted for years growing up and then moved away came back and the piece of property had changed like different food plots stand locations were different i mean the, the whole piece of property was different and so, you know, like back in the day, it, like you're saying, he was trying to look at Google Earth, yep. trying to figure things out, or he's looking at this old property map. And at the end of the day, he's just like, there's got to be a better way to do this. And ultimately, because of that, that's pretty much where Hunt Stand spawned.
1: Wow. So w- was this like a pine plantation kind of place he was hunting? Or do you get, do you yeah. know what, what the property was? Yeah, I think it uh South
2: Carolina, pine plantation. You know, I'm not familiar with a lot of those properties because I've never hunted one myself, but yeah.
1: Man, I I grew up hunting the piney woods in Alabama and uh, man, let me tell you, if if you're on the same property for 10 years from the day you first walked on it to the day that you leave, a lot of it, you just, it's unrecognizable Mm -hmm. just with the, the pace at which those pines can grow and you know, the cutting schedules and all of that. I mean, the roads will stay the same, but everything else is like, whoa! Where am I? Where am I even at? And it can be pretty, pretty disorienting. So, yeah. with, with the maps, then how how often are you guys updating maps? So, um, I, I hear a lot of other companies talk about how often they update. What about you guys?
2: Man, we we try to do it as often as we can. I think it it one to two times a year, if not more. It just it really depends on. Um, on how often properties change. Um, so that the main, the main property line is always changing, but as far as updates, um, you know, we're, we're always trying to stay ahead of the curve and making sure that we've got
1: the best out there. Yeah. So what, what has been some of the user feedback that you've gotten, uh, from this product? I mean, I I know some guys that use hunt stand and -hmm. I've heard good things. What, what, what's some of the feedback that you're getting?
2: We definitely get a lot of good feedback Um, and we've got some suggestions that have come through that we're going to be bringing some pretty big updates this upcoming fall that I think people are going to be pretty excited about. So I don't want to dive into that too much, Um, but we've got a lot of people that they, they love the hunt zone layer. So basically you can see which way the wind's blowing and then you can also, it's got the predictive side to it. So you can see, what that wind is supposed to be doing for the next 72 hours, which is crucial in the fall when it comes to to stand locations. Uh, We've got a lot of good feedback on that. The property lines are pretty dang spot on. Property info is pretty spot on. Uh, And so we've got, we've got lots of good feedback and any negative feedback we get, we take that, put it into consideration and then, you know, try to make the best adjustments that we can.
1: Yeah, for sure, man. That's awesome. I, I love that 72 hour thing because. Same. When, man, when you're in the, in the deer woods in the fall and you're trying to capitalize on pre-front and post-front movement, mm-hmm. uh, or let's say if you're trying, you know, you're in, you're trying to get in tight to bedding and you're trying to capitalize on a wind shift that's coming up. You you need to know. Yeah. Like you need to know it's, what's coming.
2: It's super key. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I have used it religiously turkey season. Don't have to worry about it. Uh, it's like I say, if turkeys could smell, they'd be the hardest thing to kill. Oh my gosh. I'd never, um, you'd
1: never kill one. I mean, no. it just, yeah, they'd be invincible.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, when deer season rolls around, I mean, I'm looking at that thing religiously,
1: man. So I want, I want to take a minute. And before we get too far into having you make a case specifically for hunt stand, Mm -hmm. I want to take a minute and talk to the guy who maybe isn't using uh, any kind of app right now, or maybe has one, but isn't putting it into much use. You know, I know, I know a lot of guys who have an app and they like to mark where their truck is and where their stand is. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much it. So make the case for making this app more of a piece of gear and less than a just get me home safe button.
2: Yeah, no. Um, Man, I will, uh, I'll actually refer, I know it's a little off of deer hunting, but I think one of the biggest things is just how it can help you be a better hunter. Uh, I actually went down to South Texas with Brian Murphy, who is head of our corporate partnerships, VP of our corporate partnerships. And him and I were filming a Hunt stand original and we were going after coyotes and bobcats and we were on 5,000 acres we had never been on before. Neither of us had stepped foot on it. We didn't know what we were going to be walking into. And so what Hunt Stand allows you to do in a situation like that is we were able to actually mark out the, the fence and the boundary of this piece of property. So it tells you where we can and can't go, especially on this piece of property. it was a, There's a lot of oil field traffic in South Texas, so there's a ton of gates ton of fences. And so we wanted to make sure we were on the right piece of property. And so the same thing applies to somebody that might have a new deer lease, or they're stepping on a piece of property to hunt whitetail for the first time, and they've never done it before. And then the other thing that it really allowed us to do was get a bigger picture of what the property was like from the topo layers. We've got the 3d layers, because this this piece of property was kind of a little gym in south texas south texas is typically flat a lot of people think senderos uh gas companies and everything and it's just flat well this piece of property we on had some pretty dang good hills uh drainages ridges uh it is definitely a gym and so it really helped us kind of key on and key in better on areas where predators were going to be and you can do the same thing for whitetail you know you're gonna be looking at saddles, ridges, drainages, trying to find thick wooded areas that could potentially be bedding areas. And so it allowed us to do that. And then once we were able to pick that apart more, we were able to go in and mark stand locations, find different areas. And then based on what the wind was doing, thanks to hunt zone, it helped us kind of key in on how we could approach an area better based on what the wind was doing, where we needed to park the truck, how to walk in and just pretty much allowing us to hone in and be more successful. And so it's way more uh, user friendly than Google earth. It's going to give you way more features. Oh yeah. And I mean, anybody that hasn't used it yet, I strongly encourage them to go download hunt stand and at least get the free version and start playing with it
1: for sure. And you know, one one thing that if you can can download it and get good with um, working the different layers, mm-hmm. you know, you can and 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 then go double up on what you saw, right? Like, look look at your app or look 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 at it on, on look at the map on the desktop.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Relate that to what's going on in the woods on your specific piece of property. Next yeah. thing you know, you can flip through the layers from home and get a really good uh, idea and understanding of what those woods look like without ever mm-hmm. setting foot on the property.
2: Well, and the other cool thing that we have, and I might be getting a, ahead of myself here, uh, making a case for hunt stand. Nah, here. go for it, go for it. Um, and in fact, it was a recent, um, a recent situation and actually a buddy of mine, um, he guides and here in central Texas, we have a lot of access and they're an invasive species as a lot of people know. And so, He guides for those out here. Well, a hunter of his had just shot one. And one of the cool things that you can do with hunt stand is you can share hunt areas with people. You can either make them an admin or editor, or they can just be a viewer. So if you've got people that are coming out to the property for the first time and you're not there, they can see where stand locations are, where they should park, and they can go in. And so what he was able to do with this group of hunters that came in, they shot an axis and couldn't find it, shot it. It was definitely hit. And what they were able to actually do was separate to grid this piece of property. And they could actually see each other's locations by sharing that with each other on the hunt area. So then they could kind of see where the other one was. They could focus on different grid areas and eventually they found it. Uh, Wow! but I think that's a really huge key feature that a lot of people don't know that we have. Yeah, and just being able to do that. But the hunt areas, um, I like that a lot better than just sharing a pen.
1: Yeah, for sure, man. That, that's that's really neat. So you can see in real time, basically. Yeah, where... real time, just like Friend Finder on Apple. For all you guys that your wives like
2: to check your location, it's the same thing, <laughs> but with up with stand
1: <laughs> I'm not going to make a comment on that. Uh, <laughs> I, I have I have more than once. Gotten the the text message from my wife, I've seen that you're by a large body of water for the last several hours. Are you alive? Yes, you know, <laughs> and it's typically me sitting close to a creek or something like that. So, uh, yeah, she's she's checked on me a, a time or two. Well, let's jump into some of those features, man. That's a that's a really really cool feature. Let's let's jump into some of the features that um that really help you get the most of it, right? Like we don't want to yeah. just mark. Okay, here's where the parking lot is. And here's the oak tree I want to set up in.
2: Like, there's yeah. a lot
1: more to an app like Hunt Stand. So, what mm-hmm. are what are some of the features that that jump out and and really uh, really make Hunt Stand shine? Or shine, man. Um, I'll cover the. I'll just kind of rehash on the two that I already
2: talked about, and that's Hunt Zone, which gives you that wind predictive tool. Then you've got the Hunt Area sharing capability. So I think those are two things that really help it shine. You've got a really great 3d mapping. Um, uh, the other thing that you've got, you've got your different property line layers. You've got a hybrid satellite and normal satellite layer. Uh, you've got a topo layer. So if you're a Western guy, you can go in there and see what your topo lines are like. Um, and then you've also got uh, trail cam management on there. So you can go in and mark different trail cameras that you might have set up and actually have photos saved in there. So if you're on a deer lease with some buddies or you're a landowner and you're selling, you've got uh, deer hunters out there, you can actually go in and drop different pictures in on areas to let them know like, Hey, shooter, not a shooter, et cetera, et cetera. And so wow. those are some really, those are some key features. And then the other thing I really like is our monthly satellite imagery. So, It's not only big for Western hunters, um, but just seeing different types of vegetation leaf, how many leaves are on there. So as the season progresses and let's say you're in September, well, you want to put a different stand location up in November or something like that. And there's no more leaves on the trees. You can go in and see just the foliage of each month and just how the piece of property you're on changes throughout the year.
1: Can you really, so, so I can go through and pick September, October, November Yep. and see how the foliage changes throughout. Yep.
2: You can do that, man. That's, I mean, it's, it's a pretty big thing that, again, uh, I feel like a lot of people don't know that we have that layer and, and you just get to use that. And, uh, I mean, th- just depending on where you're hunting, I mean, that can be a big, big key factor.
1: Hey, just want to take a quick minute to let you know that this episode of the How to Hunt Deer podcast is brought to you by Tacticam. As many of you know, I've really gotten into filming my hunts over the last couple of years, and this is especially true of my turkey hunts. This spring, I'm going to be running the Tacticam 5.0 and 5.0 wide cameras. I plan to have the 5.0 mounted on my bow stabilizer, with the 5.0 wide looking back at my blind to get great footage from multiple angles. The 5.0 and 5.0 wide both deliver 4K 30 frame per second resolution, all in a weatherproof package. And to make it even better, they offer tons of mounts and accessories made specifically with hunters and anglers in mind. If you're looking to capture your hunting memories to share with your friends and loved ones, check out the 5.0 and 5.0Y 5.0 today at www.tacticam.com. Share your hunt with Tacticam. I, I picked up on something here last year in southern Wisconsin. i want to throw this out there. It's just a little a little tip for guys if they're if they're gonna be using hunt stand and using that layer. So um, the, and I think this is pretty typical everywhere, but our white oaks here in southern Wisconsin, especially where I'm at, have dropped really early since I've mm-hmm. lived here. The last three years, they've dropped in August. And so by the time opening day rolls around, the white oak acorns are gone, but the red oaks are still around, right? Like they're, huh. they're still hanging around. And um, one thing that I found last year is that the white oaks will drop their leaves way earlier than the red oaks will. So I can walk through the woods and I can be off at a distance and I can tell you if that's a red oak or a white oak from mm-hmm. a pretty good way off. So if you're flipping through that layer, at least here in southern Wisconsin where I'm at, and you're flipping through and you see, okay, the white oak, you know, is this a white oak or a red oak tree? It looks like an oak from the from the aerial imagery. Flipped mm-hmm. in the next month, it's gone already and the, some others around it still have their leaves. Probably red oaks. So yeah. there's a lot you can pick up on from that.
2: Yeah, I mean, it can help you with stand location, picking that. I mean, you might look at the map in August and you're like, oh man, that's a great tree. It's got a lot of thick cover on it. I'm going to put a ladder stand on that. Well, you don't get in there till November. And next thing you know, you get up there and you're sticking out like a sore thumb.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. So walk me through then, uh, I I guess some of what would, what really makes hunt stand shine. And And I think you've you've, touched on this just a little bit,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: there, there are really a lot of options out there today. Like if you look back 10 years yeah. ago, not nearly as many options for uh, mapping software.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What makes hunt stand really pop for the average guy? Man, I,
2: I think it's all the features we have. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the features, the ease of use. And not only that, um, the cost, I mean, the, you know, in today's age, we know things are expensive, and uh, I think the cost of our app compared to others, and especially with what you get, is pretty dang big.
1: Yeah, um, that's what I only, was ho- hoping you would hit on. That's why I kind of threw in there, like for the average guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean
2: for for all fifty states um, and the amount of features you get for the price that you get, I mean, you, you can't beat it. What's you the price? It. What's the price for nationwide? For nationwide. Um, I have to double check that real quick. That's all right, because I know we just we changed it a little bit. Okay, I was making sure because I was still stuck on the old price for a minute. Uh, um, I'll start that over so you can edit that. Yeah, sure. So the price for Hunt Stand is free for the normal app, and that's just downloading it. You get free, but you don't get all the features. But for Hunt Stand Pro, it's only going to cost you twenty nine ninety nine a year. And I mean, with that, you get all the different features that I've already been talking about and you get a lot more. And not only that, kind of like I, um, hinted on earlier, we've got a lot of stuff that's going to be coming out this fall. Um, that's going to be added on top of that. And so what you get for that price for all 50 States, you just can't beat it.
1: So all 50 States for 30 bucks. Yeah. For people doing the math out there, that's a third of what maybe some others would charge for something similar. Uh, with with maybe not quite as many features. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, man, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. So uh, I wanted to just run through some of my my favorite things uh, about using this kind of gear, man, because um, I want to make sure folks are convinced. You know what I'm saying? And uh, a a couple of the things that have really stuck out for me when using it is, uh, to date, I have found one of my best deer hunting spots simply by using an aerial imagery to locate where the parking lots are Mm -hmm. going in and creating kind of some zones around that and, and measuring line distances and finding the spot that was equal distance between the three different parking areas. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was as far in as you could go without getting closer to the other ones, if that makes sense. So it was kind of like they were triangulated around this area. And so, basically as deep in as you could go without getting any closer to the others. And I went in, found a huge community scrape and I've had fantastic luck there year after year
2: Dang. at this point. You,
1: man, you can't beat that. And
2: you know, to kind of add on top of that, I mean, that's one of the things I love. Um, I know it's off white-tail hunting, but I was actually in Arizona this past January chasing mule deer over the counter. And we were in a pretty heavily trafficked area. And there were some spots that we didn't have service. So we were able to download offline maps off of that, uh, before we went in. Uh, so that way, if we got into a spot where we didn't have service, we were going to be solid. And what we were able to do was we kind of kind of like what you're saying, there was one road that might be going up one Ridge that people were parking in glass and literally right off the side of the road. And then three or four ridges over there was another road going up. And what we found, um, we were able to use that line measuring tool and figure out how far we could go in, hop in a couple ridges. And basically we're using those two roads to let them funnel all the deer to us. And, uh, we had a ton of deer around us. And so without that, a, I don't know if we would have been able to find those ridges or known that they existed. Cause when we got in there, it was just this little bowl. And it was like when the sun came over the, the mountain, there are deer everywhere. And wow. so without that, I don't know if we would have found
1: them. Man. And isn't that true for every, for everything? Like just thinking about the you know, similar things for even glass and whitetails here in the Midwest or um, scouting for turkeys and that kind of thing. If mm-hmm. you can get to those spots that are tucked away, that just can't be seen from the road, yeah, uh, man, it's, it's huge. Like the difference in, in, in the number of animals that you can see. And if you've got something like hunt stand that can allow you to find those places that mm-hmm. are going to be a little bit more secluded that maybe you wouldn't have seen if you were the three guys riding to pick up glass in front of the road, uh can put you yeah. way ahead of the game.
2: Absolutely. I mean, and not only that, I mean, with the with the capability to pull it up on your desktop, I mean, you can even you can find those even harder to find places just pulling it up on desktop. You might find that sweet spot just by pulling it up on a bigger screen.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. So let me ask you a couple of other things that I, I really like to use. does it have the ability to take pictures and save them? Yes, you right. can do that. Okay, so tell me then about the uh, journaling features. Do you have that? That I want to keep track of everything that I'm doing out in the field.
2: Yeah, okay. you can make notes. So whenever you drop a marker, depending on, uh, let's say, you find a rub and you're a mile and a half in on public land in Kansas, um, or wherever you are, you're on your piece of property. Uh, You can go in there, mark that rub. You can put that picture with that rub. You can explain it what time of year. So that way you've got that note to look back on it at a later time, or you're coming up on a time where, um, hunting's getting tough. You're trying to pull out everything, but the kitchen sink. And you can come across that marker and be like, Oh, I made this note on this day and I can dive back in there and set, set up a saddle or, or a tree stand on him.
1: What about tracking features? Does it have a tracking feature? Yes.
2: Yes, we've got the trace feature, which I use a lot. Uh, I've used it whenever I'm on a new piece of property, like when we were on that South Texas hunt chasing after predators. I used it to trace the road that we were on, so that way I could find our way back at night because it's on a completely new piece of property. It seemed like there were thousands of roads on this with it being an oil property. Um, I've used it whenever uh, I've been in Colorado chasing elk. I've found a wallow. And I want to find an easy way in and a wheezy, easy way out at night. And so let's say I found that midday and I found an easy way back to camp at night. I can follow that, that trail that I made back up there in the dark in the morning. Yeah. So I use it a lot. Um, I've used it for new pieces of property uh, or we've got new people on a piece of property that I can show them, hey, you need to park here, follow this trace line, to the stand this is what you need to follow so that way because if you get too far off you might spook the deer or you might walk in into an area where they all are and so it, there's there's lots of different ways that that can be used
1: yeah for sure I I, I asked you several leading questions because I knew you had those things but I wanted mm-hmm. to, to highlight them just a little bit especially that that trace feature because um, man that thing has kept me from getting in a pickle uh, quite a few oh, times yeah. I mean you cross a creek and you got to find a place to cross, I want to walk right back to that spot. You know, I I don't want to wander around and look for it. Especially in the dark. Yeah, exactly. And I remember this hunt vividly. So, uh, before moving to Wisconsin, some people may have heard this already, I hunted in deep south Louisiana, like Mm -hmm. way, way down. I went on a trip to north Louisiana, though, and they're obviously both north and south Louisiana, lots of swampy area, lots of sloughs, that kind of thing. And you can get way back in on a piece of property that's flooded, and you can get in, in some trouble real quick if you don't know exactly how you got in and exactly how you got out. And uh, I'm sitting in the tree, and a buddy of mine had walked me in there. And just by chance, I had turned on the the app before walking my way in, right? Yeah. And uh, so we walk our way in, and, you know, he's one of those rough and tumble kind of guys, uh, you know, he's just going to barrel off through the woods and I'll find my way back to the truck somehow. <laughs> so, but, but we're walking through this stuff and we're talking alligator infested waters, uh, and all kinds of things. And I'm sitting in a tree and a, and a huge black bear walks out
2: right oh. underneath
1: me. And he walks almost in the direction that my trail needed to be, or oh, that no. I needed to go to, to, to take it out. Yeah. But I watch him and he, he works his way off just a little bit. And I'm like, okay, I have to go back through there in such a way that I don't get in water over my waders that I don't run into an alligator and that I don't run into that bear. So, (laughs) (laughs) so what am I going to do? So I pull out the app and I'm like making sure step by step that I am on the line. Like I'm not Mm -hmm. getting off of that thing. So uh, yeah, super helpful feature, especially for those who are uh, traversing some uh, a little bit trickier terrain.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And the the other great thing that it can do too is uh, I'll allude back to when uh, my buddy and his hunters were trying to find that axis, uh, they were tracing their path. So that way they were able to pretty much light up that entire piece of property with the grid. So that way they weren't crossing paths. They knew they were staying in a straight line and they were just checkerboarding that thing, making sure they were covering as much as they could to find that access buck.
1: Yeah. Help you be super efficient too. Oh yeah. Big time. I imagine these tools are really helpful, not just for the guy who's out there hunting on public land uh, or the guy who has a big piece of property. But I imagine mm-hmm. if you're a guy with, with a smaller piece, let's say 35, 40 acres, and you want to get some good, you want to implement some good land management tactics. You know, you want to do what's best for your property, take care of the animals, take care of the wildlife increase Mm -hmm. diversity. I imagine this could be a fantastic tool for managing your property.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, not only that, but I mean, just again, coming back to the monthly satellite imagery, uh, you know, it can help with crops, figuring out where to put in certain areas. If you want to cut timber, I mean, I'm no wildlife biologist myself, but most definitely, uh, it can offer you all the tools necessary to to, uh, make the most of your piece of property.
1: That's awesome, man. Well, anything that I haven't covered or that we haven't covered regarding either why you just need to get an app of some sort or why you really need to specifically check out HuntStand? Man, I, I just, I, I have to say, like, if you haven't
2: checked out HuntStand yet, you definitely need to, uh, especially when just compared to some of the competitors, I think you need to dive in and see the detail, the maps, all the features that are available before you make a consensus on which which, you, which way you want to go because uh, we have a lot to offer and uh, I think you'll find that you'll use Hunt Stand a lot.
1: All right, Will, if, if folks want to find out a little bit more about HuntStand, where should they go? Man, if you want to find out
2: more, check out our website, HuntStand.com. You can check out everything we have there to where they can learn about the app. They can see the printed, the printed maps that we have to offer on certain pieces of property that they may want to print out. Uh, You can see our field notes section, which in there, you'll have different posts, articles, gear reviews, uh, video content, and more. You can see stuff about our conservation partners, but then you can also, of course, download the app from there and also get your desktop version. And then uh, on social media, it's just HuntStand on Instagram, Facebook. We're also on TikTok now, uh, so you can check out everything we got going on there. And then we've also got the HuntStand podcast, which is on Spotify apple and waypoint tv so you can check out everything we got on there we do post weekly episodes we actually are posting twice a week right now so we have a full episode that goes out tuesday mornings bright and early and then we also have a friday episode a mini episode that we call field note fridays and so right now uh it's it's a seasonal series and so right now we're putting out strut reports for turkeys across the nation and we don't cover every state in each episode. We're pretty much talking about one to two states per episode, talking about what the birds are doing, how hot they might be, if they're still in winter flocks, or if they're finally done gobbling, which we're starting to get to. And then once turkey season's over, we'll kind of dive into a few other things like archery topics, you know, summer scouting, etc. cetera. And then once August rolls around, we'll dive into some big game reports, elk rut reports, and then of course, whitetail season. It'll be nothing but whitetail reports, rut reports, all the way through the end of December.
1: Awesome, man. Well, thanks for coming on. I appreciate your time. Absolutely, man. Can't wait to hopefully talk more deer hunting with you down the road. Thanks for listening to today's episode. You can find more relevant outdoor content at sportsmansnation.com or wherever you get your podcast. Just look up Sportsman's Nation. You'll find uh, this podcast and a whole host of other podcasts that are going to be bringing you great info as we head into the summer. I want to say a big thanks to Will Cooper for coming on. If you haven't already, like I said, go check him out over at HuntStand.com. And also go show some love to our partners over at Tacticam. Big thanks to them for making this whole thing possible.